before being chosen as the biggest giver on Oprah's Big Give, the reality TV show on philanthropy, Stephen Paletta has already decided to dedicate his life to helping others. In 2004, he traveled to Rwanda, a trip that changed his life. As a result, Paletta and his family financially adopted and continue to support 10 children in Africa. He also created the International Education Exchange, a nonprofit organization that helps build schools, libraries, and trains teachers in Africa. Since being awarded $1 million on Oprah's Big Give, Paletta founded a second nonprofit organization, Stevens Journey Foundation. Stephen's journey is dedicated to shining a light on social entrepreneurs around the world and the organizations they've founded, and to provide a portal for donors to find effective, accountable, grassroots nonprofit groups. Mr. Paletta graduated from Cornell University, where he was an All-American lacrosse player and a civil engineering major. After college, he worked in his family's general contracting business before starting his own company in the same industry. He is currently CEO of Renaissance Integrated Solutions, a technology-based company in the pipeline industry. Mr. Paletta is truly an involved individual, making his life about significance and serving. Please welcome Mr. Stephen Paletta. All right, it's time. Cameron? Brandy and Stephen, you went coast to coast on the Big Give Tour. Never once did you ask what was in it for you. Inside one of these envelopes is $1 million. <laughs> in 2006, when my business uh, was destroyed and I was left with not much to do. Um, but with this call in to do philanthropy, uh, I really wondered how am I going to bridge this because I'm a business guy, that's what I like to do. I enjoy entrepreneurial ventures, I enjoy starting new things. How could I do that and do philanthropy all at the same time? And it was really Oprah's Big Give, this reality TV show that I was blessed to be chosen on that, that sort of opened my eyes to how to do that. I was on a TV show, it's not that big a deal. But the people who are working in the inner cities, the people who are working in Rwanda, the people who are working in Haiti, those are the people who are a big deal. And how can I possibly use this incredible medium of, of video and television and movies or whatever it is and allow people to get connected to them? There's where I think the crossover between business and the caring for this world and great social entrepreneurs actually meets. $500,000 for you and $500,000 to give big to others. The biggest giver is...
uh, truly an honor and a privilege to be here. You know, every time I see that video, two things cross my mind. First is, oh my God, I get to hang out with Oprah. It's shocking to me that I actually got to meet Oprah Winfrey. And I have to tell you this, she's a greater person than she is a TV personality. And I'm lucky to call her a friend. But more importantly, is the sentence that she said right in the beginning of that video. When she was talking about the show and she was talking about the contestants, she said for eight weeks these contestants went around the country never asking what was in it for them. When I hear that, my first thought is that was not what my life was about for the majority of my life. Because the truth of the matter is I grew up in New York City. Are some people here from New York? Well, then you certainly know that in New York, they tell you you got to watch out for number one. It's a kill or be killed world. If you're not watching out for yourself, nobody else will. Well, I bought into that. I actually believed it. And when I was your age, I set goals for my life. That's a great thing to set goals for your life. However, my goals had one thing in common. It was all about me. It was simple. This is what I wanted to do. I wanted to graduate high school. I was a lacrosse player. I wanted to be the best lacrosse player I could be. I wanted to go to school. I wanted to get a degree. I wanted to graduate from school, and I wanted to get a job. And when I got that job, I wanted to make lots of money. That was it. It was all about me. Now, when you do set goals, and they're all about you, I will tell you this. At the end of the day, you will be disappointed and left unhappy and unfulfilled. How do I know this? Because it happened to me. Look, all those dreams that I set out, they all started to come true. As you heard, I was an All-American lacrosse player in high school. I graduated, I went to Cornell University, one of the best schools in the country, to study civil engineering. I played on the lacrosse team there. I, I went into a national championship. We lost by one goal, unfortunately, but I was still there. And I, at the end of that, became an All-American lacrosse player in Division I college. I left there, and I quickly joined my family's construction business. I wanted to be a contractor. I loved digging up streets. I loved putting in pipes. I knew that that was where I was going to make my money. Two years after being with my family's business, I left my family's business and started my own entrepreneurial adventure. Everything was going just as I planned it, meeting every single goal that I ever set out for my life. The problem is, something wasn't working. In 1992, I was driving down the New Jersey Turnpike. Any folks from Jersey here? Well, as you know, whenever you're driving down the Jersey Turnpike, you've got to ask what exit. Well, I got to exit six, the Pennsylvania Turnpike, and, and I actually had to pull over. I pulled over because I was crying so badly I couldn't stop. Now, I have to tell you, for a six-foot-three, 215-pound, all-American lacrosse player with a civil engineering degree, owns his own company, making plenty of money, having money in the bank, it was a little strange to be crying. I felt a little weird. I was not sure what was wrong, but there was an emptiness inside of my soul that I could not fill, no matter how much money I made, no matter how many business I made, no matter what I did, no matter what skills I had, if I kept using them for myself, there was an emptiness in my soul. Well, I had no idea what that was until 1995, when I came to a conference a little smaller than this, and a man named Bob Buford stood up on a stage just like this. And he looked out and he asked a question. It's a question I want to ask you guys tonight. He said to me, what is your life going to be about? Is it going to be about success or significance? 
I didn't know the difference. I thought the more successful you were, the more money you had, the more significant you were. And he said, no, you're wrong. Let me tell you, success is about taking all these incredible God-given gifts that you have, your talents, your skills, your resources, your connections, and it's focusing them in on yourself. He said building your own kingdom, bigger houses, bigger cars, whatever it was, it was all about you. But he said significance was very different. What significance was, it's taking those exact same skills that are sitting in these seats, those exact same given, God-given talents that you have, those resources, those connections, and all the things that are going to come into your life and use those not for yourself, but for the love and service of others. That is a significant life. He says when you do that, you start to build up the kingdom of other people. You start to better humanity. And I sat there and I said, that was the whole. My entire life was based on success. And that path of success was not there. And so from 1995, I decided to shift from success to significance. I got on the road to significance. And that road has taken me miraculous places. I'm no longer in the construction business. I've been to Rwanda, Africa. I've served with ki kids in, in schools in Africa. I've built libraries. I've been in my own hometown. I finally stepped out of my backyard, and I went and I started to serve in my community. When Hurricane Katrina hit, I was down, and I was helping out people who've lost their houses. All of a sudden, the road to significance was completely filling me up. So what I have to tell you tonight is this. The road to success is an empty road. The road to significance will fill your heart, will fill your mind, and will change your life. Now, if, you were like, if you're like me when you were in high school or college, this idea of significance, being significant at such a young age was like, how could I possibly do that? I don't have much money, I have to graduate high school, go to college, I have to get a job. How can I possibly be significant? I'm going to tell you right now, you're thinking wrong. Don't wait as long as I did. I was 31 years old when I finally started to understand the idea of significance. Some of the most significant people in the world started when they were your age or younger. They found a cause. They found something that they cared about. They found something that they could give back to. Now, don't get me wrong. You need to graduate. You need to do all those wonderful things. You need to get a job. You need to provide for your family. But if you focus your life right now on success, I will tell you this. It is hard to get off of that track. Success leaves no room for significance. However, if you get on the path of significance now, there is plenty of room for success. A significant life leaves it. Look at me, I got to get on a reality TV show. I won a million dollars. But I have to tell you this, the million dollars was not the prize. It really wasn't. The prize was the relationships, the friendships, the people I got to serve, and the memories that I carry around for my entire life about the people that I got to be with. The million dollars was insignificant compared to that, and a significant life will prove that success is insignificant. Now, here at Skills USA, you have something, and you call yourselves champions at work. And I applaud you. And you should be champions at work. But I will tell you this, if you are just champions at work, you will not change the world. Because the world doesn't focus on champions at work. The world, for some reason, is distorted today and they're starting to focus on all the wrong things. I want you to do this. 
today, right here, right now. I want you to commit your life to a life of significance. To be not only a champion at work, but be a champion in your family. Be a champion in your community. Be a champion in your country. Be a champion in the world. Tonight, let tonight be the night that you commit yourself to love and serve others well. From this point forward, the thousands of people here will begin to change the world if from this night on, your lives, you are champions of significance. God bless you. Still, still, still.